Welcome back to the Double Take Podcast. My name is Audrey Norris. And I'm Nicole Norris. And we are very, very thankful to have Skylar Fields on our podcast today. She is a player on the indoor women's volleyball team here at USC. She recently transferred from the University of Texas, where she was a Big 12 Freshman of the Year. Uh, she was also an ABCA All-American, and she just earned Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Week, which is really, really awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so you're well into season. How are you guys doing this year so far? Um, so far, we're doing pretty good. Um, I think we've only lost one game in the pack, which is really good. And I think like our team's been grinding it out together. Um, there's a lot of new players here, so we've kind of been trying to find our team identity. And as the season goes on, I think we've been doing a good job trying to figure out who we are. Who would you say is your biggest competition in the Pac-12? Um, for sure, Stanford. Stanford and Oregon, for sure. Um, they have a lot of physical players just like us, and then they're also a vet team, so it's like mm-hmm. going to be really good to like get to play against those teams and Washington as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think that'll be great experience for you guys, especially for sure. because you have a younger team. Right. And I think we'll be seeing that this year as well. Mm-hmm. We have a bit of a younger group, and just to get them exposed to that, it'll right. be really good. Um, so how do you like just being here compared to Texas? Yeah, for sure. Um, Cali in general or USC? I mean, a bit of both. Yeah. LA, California, <laughs> it's very different. Oh, you know, it is. Um, Cali's lit. It's a vibe. Every day's a vibe. <laughs> I honestly haven't had one bad day since I've been here, which has been great. Um, and I think like what's different about LA than Texas is like everybody here just on their own time, you know, like just so carefree. And like, I really like that because like I'm really chill too very go with the flow type person and um I think that like my experience out here has been good like what I've been looking for I'm just trying to grow as a full-time volleyball player and you know just like learn the game and like develop like my volleyball IQ because like eventually I want to play pro and like play on the national team so I think coming here and playing under a coach who like understands what it takes he's coached at that level knows the game men and women's side I think has been really beneficial to me for sure yeah so you've recently transferred from from Texas you grew up in Texas what was it like going through that and making that decision because I mean that was your home yeah you know I mean it was hard but like I knew it's what it needed to be done especially like to get to where I want to be and I think that um, I have a really great support system my family's been out here every weekend since we started season so like it's been really nice to have both my parents my siblings come up and like even like my aunts and like uncles and like my grandparents so like it's been really dope to have them out here yeah, that's really that's amazing. Our, <laughs> I don't think my mom has missed one game in any sport that I've ever played in my entire life. Yeah. She, without fail, is always there. So I definitely feel that family no, love. For sure. That you're getting. That's amazing that they're able to make the trip yeah, out to see you. For sure. So blessed for that. Yeah. So have they come to every single game? Yeah. every Well, like every home game. My dad travels more to like the away games because like his schedule's more flexible. But like, yeah, they've been at every game, which has been really nice. So it, that's interesting because I, f- I feel like every single um athlete they had generally have a parent that maybe one of them is a little more involved mm-hmm. than the other was that for us it was our mom hands down um she was definitely a, a bit more involved than my dad what yeah. was the dynamic like for you um kind of both both of my parents actually are former pro and collegiate athletes so like it's kind of nice having that like they have a little insight on like everything like me and my sister, like, my sister also played volleyball. But, like, my mom played basketball, so, like, she doesn't really know. And my dad played football, so he really doesn't know. But it's, like, <laughs> nice to, like, have, like, that extra, like, experience from them and, like, just have them, like, they are very understanding and, like, know what it takes. So, like, it's been really nice. And I think, like, 
if my parents weren't like at my game or like am I like they'd like split up who was going with who. Right. So yeah. We yeah. we have that we kind of have the same dynamic because our older brother played golf. Yeah. My mom was a golfer. My dad played water polo here actually. Nice. So they don't really know much about beach volleyball. Yeah. Um, my mom <laughs> has literally been to every single one of our games, so she understands it having watched. Yeah. But it's just funny the dynamic, and it's nice to have parents who are athletes mm-hmm. kind of understand the lifestyle for sure. Um, so yeah, so we've definitely seen that. Yeah. 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 I mean, any chance we can get you, uh, on the beach in the spring? <laughs> hey, talk to Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I will. It'll take two seconds of convincing, I'm telling you. <laughs> so the last couple of years, what we've seen in our program is, um, just really great team culture. It, the last couple of years we've, we've been a part of a group, um, that has just been so amazing in that regard. Mm-hmm. And my question to you was how important, um, based on your experience is team culture for team success? Oh, it's, it's very important. Um, I like heard this quote, like probably in middle school that stuck with me since then. It's like girls have to bond to battle and boys have to battle to bond. And I think that it's so true because like as women, like it's really like, we're not only competing for like spots on the court, but like I guess, like, you want to be, like, the alpha female. Like, you want to be the one everyone looks up to. So it's, like, kind of hard to, like, like play with one another. But I think if, like, you have that genuine connection, like, off the court, like, it really helps us on the court. And I think that we've done a really good job of trying to create that culture here just because I got here in the spring and there was only four of us. And so, like, we knew we were going to have 11 people coming in. So, like, we were trying to build that culture then so that when they came here, they felt welcomed. Mm -hmm. And I think it's crucial because, like, where I came from, like, I'm not saying that we weren't close, but we weren't as close as where we are now. And I think that that played a huge role in how we played on the court together, for sure. Oh, yeah. Right. I can totally resonate with that completely. Um, I think that's been the most important task for our team year after year is really establishing that bond. For sure. Uh, And it's interesting. I think as females, it's very true. You do have to bond to battle. Yeah. Um, You know, you're it's not like you're you're going against each other all the time and that that makes the bond it's, yeah it, it's all the stuff that happens off the court right everything um and yeah it makes a huge difference and honestly down the line playoffs makes a winner a loss no literally hands yes. down and especially like just like right now like we're in the grind in the middle of it just like in the middle of pack 12 play like things are starting to get hard like our bodies are starting to wear down so it's like really good that we have like relationship with each other so we can lean on one another for sure yeah um so how I'm just curious, because um, every athlete is is wired differently. Mm-hmm. Can you explain like just your work ethic, your athletic mindset, and what that looks like to you as a as a player and a person? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that like just like growing up, I've been like really competitive. I want to be the best in everything that I do, but I don't let that take away from who I am as a person. And I think that that's like one thing that's really helped me succeed is that I'm very true to myself and like who I am. So I make sure whatever I do, like. I'm putting myself first and like just like you know letting everybody know it's okay to be yourself but like that I think that's what brings a dog out of me is like I want to show you who I really am so like I'm gonna show you and I don't know it's kind of yeah I guess I would say that I love that yeah (laughs) I freaking love that because I feel like I'm kind of like that in a way um I think honestly both of us we we have a really high Mm self-worth um obviously there's a lot of respect there we really pride ourselves on our sportsmanship yeah but at the same time like we're here to freaking show up exactly every Mm -hmm. single time because people look up to you and Mm -hmm. you never know who's watching Mm -hmm. and also it doesn't matter who's watching you gotta 
show up in the dark like you would in the light right you know so exactly it's that's really cool to see um i also i have to throw it in there if you're listening scholar can touch 10 foot 11 inches <laughs> which i have told since she told me that last week i have told every single person on my team i'm like this girl can touch almost 11 feet you guys like <laughs> what it's insane it yeah. is pretty insane and you're still growing okay i think i'm done now but like since I've been in college, I've grown three inches, which is insane. That is insane. Not, no, no people really, really do that in high school. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if that girl stopped growing middle school, high school, no, I'm still growing. I'm like, God's that. got a plan for you. I know that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's not done yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what are your goals for the rest of the season? Um, definitely we want to finish out Pac-12 strong as best as we can. It'd be nice to get a Pac-12 championship, but I think that we just want to continue to grow and like you know this team hasn't been to the tournament in two years so it's going to be really nice to like try to get USC back to where they've been and like go in the tournament and you know hopefully surprise some people and make a good run in the tournament for sure yeah absolutely um so kind of transitioning a little bit the you know the game of indoor and beach volleyball not even one game they're two completely separate games yeah not many people really understand that so I'm excited to have you on to kind of talk through it I mean a little bit um but they're very 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 different and um I don't know it we are seeing more of a shift though the indoor players are coming on to the beach mm-hmm. and they're being successful mm-hmm. like I know I kind of joked about earlier but would you ever like even cons- consider that just to try it out I mean I'd totally try it out uh, but I think like for me like I'd kind of get frustrated at first, so, like I wouldn't be good at it, and I'd be like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to do this." But like, I think if I'm like enjoying it and like seeing the progress coming, then like I would probably like actually try. It's just like I can jump high indoor. Like I don't know if I can do that in the sand. <laughs> like that's gonna blow me. Like, you definitely still. Could. I mean, I, I think mean, it would be a little bumpy in the beginning, yeah. obviously. But if you're coordinated, tall, you can jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could definitely do it. So. Yeah. They're yeah, they're very they're di- very different games. I would say just because of the environment, uh, indoor is a lot of a, it's just a speedier game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very fast. Um, you have to be a big hitter. If yeah. you're hitting, if you're an opposite uh, hitter, if you're an outside hitter, you need to be swinging every ball. Yeah, there's not really shots in in indoor. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a cut shot every yeah. once in a while. Um, but something that's common between both sports is the connection that you need to have with certain players. Right. Especially if you're an outside hitter, the connection with your setter. Mm-hmm. Audrey and I play together. We need to have a very, very strong connection. If our connection's off, our game's off. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no flow. Yeah. yeah. So could you explain kind of that, but how you experience it as an indoor player? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think definitely, like, with the setter part is, like, if – Mia is out of rhythm or like she's just like running all over the place like I have to understand like the ball she's going to be giving me is like not going to be a perfect set but like I need to manage the game still and I think that the hitters that's what setters are such a good job is like at doing like they're able to find their hitters in any situation but like to be a great hitter you have to learn how to manage every single set and I think that like that's one of the things I've really been trying to work on is like since I've been here I've been getting a lot set a lot more balls and like just like trying to manage my game and like not make a lot of errors and things like that and um also, like, having a really good connection with our libero, too, because um, the more you play volleyball, like, the higher level it gets, it becomes more of an out-of-system game. So, like, mm-hmm. having her set me, like, a lot of out-of-system balls, like, listening to her tell me where to hit, what shots are open, like, if I have two blockers in front of me, four hands, like, a lot of things like that. So, like, it's really nice to, like, have that constant communication from, like, my teammates around me, for sure. And also, you have to be 
really good with your middles for blocking because uh, they have to close to you. So, like, if I'm not setting up a block well, like, I take that very personally because that could have been a block for, like, the middle and, like, I didn't do my job. So, like, we weren't able to defend around that, you know? So, like, it's it's a lot like that. There's yeah. so many different pieces that, wow, that go yeah. into I that. Can, I didn't yeah. even, that was I kind of forgot refresher. about that. Definitely a refresher. <laughs> well, because on the beach court, it's just us two. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you hold all those responsibilities. You hold the responsibility of looking and giving your hitter a call mm-hmm. of, I mean, there's only one block. Um, so you, it's interesting that you have to rely on so many other people to do their job. Right. And when one little thing is off, it can impact the play. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's like, really Yeah, really like today at practice, there was this one play where Nicole had set up a line block and I was sort of in the pocket behind her. And when, when I served the ball, I served it down the middle and it brought the set in. And so I was like, oh, is Nick going to try to take seam or block angle? Or is she going to stick to her line like what we said? Mm-hmm. And she kind of was like, you know, I'm going to trust that she's going to take line. And she went and, like, blocked seam and completely left open the line. I was like, oh, well, there's, like, that trust piece that, yeah. like, kind of have to work on. Mm-hmm. And it's just super important. That's why I think, like, the communication thing is something that we really have to work on. Yeah. Because we're, because we're twins and we've been playing together literally since we were 12 years old. So we're almost going on 10 years, which is insane. Wow. Actually, probably even younger than that, like 10. Playing since we were... 10 years old, so we haven't had to really talk that much when we play. We kind of mm-hmm. just know, and we yeah. move in silence almost sometimes. So it's just funny. It's something that we really, really have to work on um, and is very evident, but it's interesting to see that you have to do that with five other, five other girls yeah. on the court. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. I think it just goes back to the bond thing, too. Like, if you guys aren't bonded off the court, it, you're not going to become a, fi- a high-functioning machine on the court. Right. So it's interesting. Um, so, I mean, I, we probably, I'm assuming, share similar aspirations for post-college. Um, for us, we do want to play pro beach volleyball. The ultimate go- goal, the pinnacle of our career would be to play in the Olympics. It is very difficult to do, and definitely the odds are against us, but we're going to try for it, maybe 2028. Um, so, yeah, what are your goals post-college? I'm right there with y'all. Um, for sure, I want to try to play pro. And then, like you said, like the highlight of my career, like I'll feel like I completed everything is going to the Olympics. I'm also aiming for 2028 out there here in go. LA. So there you go. it'll be dope. Stars aligned. <laughs> together. No, hopefully. In oh, fact, that it's so. in LA though. No, that's it's... the thing. Like that's going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all's yeah, hometown. Like <laughs> I'll take the Your home country. Hometown, yeah. <laughs> home. There we go. Yeah. Love that. So for us, like beach volleyball, and indoor. They're not the most lucrative sports. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've started now in college trying to create a brand for ourselves and trying um, to use our name, image, and likeness to make money. And I was wondering, since the NIL uh, rule changes, how have you sort of tapped into that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've also been kind of like, you know, establish my brand and like figure out what I want my message to be so like I'm still kind of working on that piece I've worked with a couple deals and things but like I try to like really like make sure like what I'm doing like aligns with like my values and like Mm -hmm. who I am as a person because like I know that like you said like people look up to us so like I don't want them like thinking that just because I'm doing something like it's like that's who I am like it's not really about the money for me like it's more about like the experience and like getting to connect with people and like getting to like let people know like that we are more than just volleyball 
like obviously like volleyball is like a great platform it's like allowed us to like do so many things but like there's so much more to us than that oh it's so true so true i think we kind of share that same approach to it honestly it's it's not really about the money it's more about the message uh that you want to put out there about Mm -hmm. yourself then also too like it's difficult to balance because we are playing the sport full time yeah um and for us we've always put that first you know i i know that if, if you look on the outside, social media, you, you got a large following, whatever. But, I mean, really, we're here to play our sport. Yeah. But there's also that great opportunity to share more about yourself because there's mm-hmm. so much that goes on under the surface that no one knows about. Yeah. No idea. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no idea. I mean, especially if it comes into... I don't know. if Have you experienced any major injury or anything like that before? Um, I guess, like, when I first got here, like, I had a stress fracture in my shin. So, like, it was really hard for me to, like come to a new school, come to a new team, and, like, not be able to, like, contribute in any way, I felt like. I kind of felt like an outsider at first, but just because, like, I was sitting on the sidelines. But, like, I think, like, as time progressed, like, I really, like, tried to figure out, like, you know, what I was here for and, like, spent a lot of time in the training room, which is something, like, I never did. So, like, that was new for me. And, like, I think that, like, doing that, like, really, like, put it in perspective, like, I, like, I had to take this serious. Like, I don't have that much time. So, like, get as healthy as I can now and, like, try to stay healthy. For sure. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. Before coming to college, I just didn't really do any recovery. Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't a, really a thing. Even freshman year, I didn't do much recovery mm-hmm. because it hadn't really set in, and it kind of took me to get injured yeah. to realize the importance of it. Right. And so now I'm in there pretty much every day doing getting ice, doing mm-hmm. stem, whatever it is. Yeah. And it just like goes to show you that there's so much more that goes into it than people really think. For sure. Totally. And it just, it made me think um, when you're talking about recovery and just all of the things that you get in college as a college. Oh, yeah. Everything is given to you. Yeah. And kind of, sometimes I think about what's going to happen after when you enter that pro world. And I'm curious because for us, at least on the beach, you have to pay for all of your, um, you know, uh, your recovery outlets, whether it's physical therapy or getting a massage or something like that. Yeah. It's all on you. So. Mm -hmm. What is that like for the, the indoor side? Yeah, like, I've talked to a couple of girls, and um, some of them have it worked into their contract. Others don't, so I think it just depends on what club you go play for. But, like, hopefully, like, I can get that worked into my contract because I'm hurting now. Like, I don't know, like, that level is going to be insane. Like, recovery is going to be, like, mandatory for me. So, you know, if not, get an NIL deal if you're listening out here for some uh, pumps, some boots, a massage gun. I'd love to take that with Hyper you. Hyperize. Yeah. Listen. Same, same here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what does the pro circuit like look like? Are you going to go international or maybe stay here? I don't know if you saw, but uh, Kevin Durant, among others, just invested in League One Volleyball. Yeah. Which, if you're listening, you don't know, it's... Uh, I guess maybe relatively new domestic pro tour here for women's indoor volleyball. Would you consider playing in there? Are you going to travel? Oh, for sure. Like, um, I definitely want to get, like, the international experience. But I think that if they were to take off with something here in the States, like, I would totally try because, I mean, why not, you know? Um, Yeah, for sure. I would totally do that. Any uh, dream, like, locations? Any any I know that a lot of people go to... I guess they go all over in Europe, but it's mainly in Europe, right? Yeah. Um, I would love to play in Europe, uh, probably like France or Italy, but I think like my dream location would be Tokyo. Oh, oh yeah. heck yeah. Oh, yeah. I have been wanting to go to Tokyo 
for so long and I, I've never had the chance to go ever yeah um, but Audrey and I are big sushi fans yes that's why I want to go out with sushi it's our yes. favorite food I love sushi yes and I think it would just be such an experience it's so modern like it's very it's just it seems like it's own little world yeah I would <sighs> want to go to that famous fish market have you heard about that no it's like insane i guess it's this like huge famous thing and it's probably some of the best sushi in the world yeah it's probably where they get all their the best they make the best sushi from the fish probably um so they have volleyball in tokyo is that like you would play in the tokyo league yeah for sure japanese league yeah okay cool yeah so for us we basically just stay in the states play local Mm -hmm. um and it's all based on a point system so it's not like you're working through a pipeline um, to, or it's sorry, it's not like you're on a team for international and you're playing in their league, or it's not like you're working uh, in a pipeline through USA Volleyball where you're eventually going to earn that senior national team spot, right? And then go to the Olympics, play in Worlds and stuff. Uh, for us, it's it's really more based on points. So you can technically be on the senior national team, but you're. For the majority of beach players, you're pay- you're paying for yourself to play in international tournaments, and your points in international tournaments do not correlate to points in AVP tournaments. Mm. And yes. you have to pay for AVP to travel for AV- to AVP tournaments. Oh. So it's just it's a <laughs> so mess. It's a lot yeah. of money going out and not that much money coming going in. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not that top, at most five percent player, it's it's pretty difficult. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. Um, you know, but if you love it, like, why not go for it? For sure. I mean, we do have a, a huge passion for it, but, um, I mean, I guess it's kind of female sports in general, though. It's tough. Very tough. I mean, there needs to be, like, it, the good thing is I feel like there is more exposure yeah. coming to female sports. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just women's sports and different pages like that. And people like Kevin Durant investing in a volleyball women's volleyball league it's pretty amazing right and even like lately like espn's been like broadcasting a lot of matches which has been really nice like like espn like espn2 and stuff like so i remember like when i played in the national championship my sophomore year like we weren't even on espn which was crazy to me little league baseball was on they put poker on yeah and freaking cornhole yeah the cornhole thing i don't get no (laughs) i really don't i don't i mean (laughs) well what was it like playing in national championship game that was dope um i mean obviously like things didn't go the way that we wanted but it was really good a really good experience and like i feel like at a young age like that was just like so cool to like be in that environment and like it was it was really fun i think if we would have won that like would have been the highlight of my career but it's a learning experience you know so did you feel comfortable on that stage because we've been there and we've actually luckily had two goes the first go i i was freaking out um felt so tense and restricted it did not play well and the second go it was so much more the complete opposite yeah super loose free flowing so how was that for you your first time um it was cool i think like that year had been very odd anyway it was like the covid year so it was like we played all fall we played another season in the spring and then we went into the bubble for the tournament so i think like being in the bubble was really weird for me but um i just like really wanted to play like carefree and like you know just play loose because I knew that like we've been working for 12 months almost like just to be in that one opportunity and like I didn't want like my mind to like cloud how I was feeling and like let that impact my game so it was a lot like I had to meditate a lot and like you know really like you know find like a bigger reason like find my why and why I was here and just play all out and 
yeah, it was cool though. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, for sure. Chills. Like just yeah. thinking about it, it's such a it's such a special moment. And yeah. fun fact, Audrey and I were a- actually watched that game. Um, and I I don't know if I specifically remember watching you play. I obviously yeah. didn't know you at the time, but it was just a really amazing game. Yeah. And it was really cool because to COVID had just happened. Sports were you know becoming. I don't know, more prevalent again. Yeah. And it was just really awesome to see some just really good, solid competition. Yeah, for sure. That must have been just, it must have felt good just to even be there. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's the thing. Like, we weren't even, like, obviously, like, we were, like, sad that we didn't win. But it's, like, we did all we could. Like, they just played a perfect, they played a perfect match. We played a great match. So, you know, it could have gone either way. But Mm -hmm. that day went their way. So, kudos to them. Right, yeah. Just a dope experience in general. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what you take. Yeah. Like, you take the experience, you take the relationships with your team, mm-hmm. and that lasts longer. Yeah. It's going to win. For sure. Um, and and I've, I've experienced that, you know, personally. And um, at the end of the day, I think it's just amazing to be around your teammates and go through that together. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we always finish with your favorite sports moment. So this can be... Something that you've witnessed. Um, I know a big one for me, for both of us, was Kobe's last game. Mm-hmm. We watched that from start to finish. It, I mean, he just had a huge impact on us, and it was just amazing. Um, or it can be something that, that you've experienced. So you can take your time thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, think. I'm a huge LeBron fan, so it'd probably be, like, when LeBron was back playing with the Heat a long time ago, and they're, like, in, like, their, like, goaded air, I guess. And I think they were down in the series, championship series, and all of a sudden, like, Ray Allen went crazy. I think he went, like, seven for eight and, like, three-pointers at the end of the game. And I was like, wow, like, that is so clutch. Like, I want to be that player that, like, my teammates can rely on, like, in a clutch situation. And I think that, that like, changed my mindset on, like, sports, like, just overall. The yeah. three that saved the entire no, yeah. series. Against the Celtics, yeah. Yes. Insane. His old team. And he's going crazy. Insane. Yeah. Like, I've rewatched. I love basketball. I yeah. actually love basketball. I grew up playing it. I really thought I was going to competitively play it in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could not play with Audrey, so we, we ended up playing beach. And I've rewatched that shot from so many times. Like, yeah. The, the, his ability to square up that quickly and then just release it. Yeah. And I remember, I'm pretty sure I remember freaking, like, watching it. And it just went in slow motion. And when it hit the net, like, to be in the heat yeah, like, that feeling, oh, it was just amazing. And that's what sports is. Like, it's it's just, it creates moments like that. And it's cool that you say that because Drew Peterson was on recently. And that was his favorite sports moment, too. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, awesome. It was, that was just, Wow. Yeah. To witness that live, I was like, wow, if I was at that game right now, I would have been going crazy. I know, yeah. I know. Crazy. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, this has been amazing. Um, thank you so much for, for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is the Double Take Podcast, and I'm Audrey Norris. And I'm Nicole Norris. And we'll see you guys next time.